welcome to uh, Between Two Brews. Unfortunately, Jake is not here today, but I have one special guest. My friend Nick. He's a brewer at Dying Breed, and he's actually going to go over Dying Breed's beer. I think it's called 150th Year Oakdale Celebration. It's an American lager. Hey, Nick, so how does it taste? High carb to it, nice bubblies. Um, little sweetness from the corn initially with a light, crisp finish. Oof. Almost no aftertaste. It tastes like water. Oh, yeah. Water that gets you drunk. And where's the percentage at? 4%. That's the summer beer right there. I mean, yeah, it's, it is a summer beer, but if I go to craft brewery, I'm looking to get drunk. Yes. And if I drink that, that is not going to get me drunk. Correct. But a lot but, of people aren't alcoholics, and a lot of people just want to drink beer and enjoy the taste of it. So this is a this is a beer you can have like you know, four or five or six and still feel fine and not you know be stumbling around, especially on a hot summer day. You don't want to be drinking twelve percenters. I mean, who you know, you're dehydrated and sweating bullets. I mean, <laughs> so I need I need to hear it from you, John. Is this better than Coors Light? Yes, this is better. There we go. You heard it here first, I, folks. I, I mean, sorry, Coors, but. Dying Breeze got you beat. Okay, all the fucking phone. It's not better than Coors Banquet, but... That's fair. I didn't ask that. Yeah, I, I asked what's better I, than Coors Light. Well, <laughs> you know how much I hate Coors Light, oh, though. Oh, really? Oh. Shoot. <laughs> so, uh... I haven't talked to you for a while, Nick. Yeah. Yeah, I have... I have a few questions for you. I feel like we would uh, change this format up and instead, Wait, of you, instead of you interviewing me, I kind of want to interview you. You know, I, I feel like I don't know much about you anymore, John. You're a new man. I mean, new year, uh, new John. Who dis? Like, come on, a <laughs> new phone. Who this? New phone. <laughs> I guess that's fair. I guess that's fair. I guess yeah, me I, and I Jake. feel like all the people listening at home just like really want to know more about you. Like, who is Stroke Boy? Like, what happened? No, we, we don't need to tell that story. Well, I, listen, to, uh, listen to the first episode. Oh, first episode. There we go. It's already been told. My bad. <laughs> but, so if we're talking about, you know, craft brewery, you say, oh, I'm not going drink to this, drink this at a craft brewery, then what do you order at a craft brewery, Stroke Boy? What do I order? Yeah, what do you, what do you order when like, you're at a craft brewery? All right, is it a new brewery? Mmm. No, say you go to Sierra Nevada. Sierra Nevada. Okay. Which we've been to. Fun yeah. fact. Oh, we've yeah. Been we've been there. We've been everywhere. Twice? Did we go no, twice? I've only no. been once with you. Oh, okay. That's when we went to, to Eureka. Yeah, Eureka. That was fuck. Shit. Shit. Anderson Long. Valley. That was that was a great spot, stop. Oh, yeah. We Remember went to, that? Yeah, Anderson that one, Valley. Like, the middle nowhere in the woods. Yeah, that, that was place. killer. All that place is based off is like you go in this town. I'm like, no, nah, this is like, where are we? <laughs> no, like cabin in the woods. Yeah, that's exa- what it felt like. And then we turn off this one dirt road and we go down for like half mile, not even half, like a quarter mile. And there it is, brewery, the facility, beautiful spot. Oh yeah, beautiful. No. The, I guess now they have a beer garden. Oh damn, with Fris- too- frisbee golf. What? That's the new thing. Everyone's about all about this disc golf shit. I mean, everyone's always been about know, disc golf. All these hipsters and their disc golf. I mean, Play real golf. Come on, guys. 
play a real sport. <laughs> All right. So your question is, yeah. What? So say you go to, uh, say you go to Sierra Nevada. No, this take that back. If you could go to any brewery, where would you go? Any brewery. Any brewery in the any entire mic- country. Micro brewery. Oh, uh, this this keep it in the U.S. Keep it in the U.S. California yeah. or? Uh, yeah, keep it in California. Okay. I feel like I already know. Um. Uh, that's a hard one, actually, because there's so many different breweries that I love. But if I had to pick off the ambiance, mm, that's very important. I actually have three criteria for a brewery, but yeah. I'll go into that a little later. Okay. But I think I have to go to Ballast Point. Ballast Point, which location? Long Beach. Long Beach. LBC. LBC, 562. Represent. I mean, that was that still might be the the best brewery I've ever been to. Just... Like you said, the ambiance, being right on the water. I remember one time there, you know, I don't even know, what, what do you call a pack of dolphins? There was a pack of dolphins, just, <laughs> you know, going through the water as we're sipping on our skull pins. And it was just. That's honestly the American dream. It was insane. So my oh, I th- love that spot. So my three criteria. I think I told this to a lot of friends. I may have told you once, but I don't remember. Yeah. So when I go to Newbury. Right when I walk in, I rate the, like how it feels, the ambiance, mm-hmm. is it wide open space, is it small space. It doesn't matter if it's like a small, dinky space, but as long as they decorate well and it's kind of open a little bit, yeah, that's good rating on my part. But um, ambiance is one. The beer tender's Ooh. knowledge. Yes, I completely agree. Because, like, cool, I go to a beer bar. And I was like, hey, um, I don't know, like, you have a lot of beers on the menu. Which one is your favorite? Or which one, based on my, like, likes, do you recommend? Yeah, I like this beer. What do you recommend? Exactly. Or, ba- like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. And, and they're, if they're knowledgeable, cool. That's Yeah, my, my biggest pet peeve, they say, oh, I don't know, I don't like beer. And it's like, oh, my God, why are you working here? Have you ever- <laughs> I've I've had that happen before. I'm not gonna say where, but it's happened to me before, and I just I was just instantly just turned off. I was like, I don't even want to drink your beer if you don't even know if you can't sell me a beer. I don't want to drink it, kind of thing. Exactly. I don't want... tell me you don't drink beer if you're a beer tender. That, that's your job. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, taste them all. You gotta know what I mean, everything tastes like. I mean, you don't have to like every beer. No, like, not, not saying everyone, that. I'm not like me as a person like. I don't like every beer on the menu. No, or, even my even my own beers. Like I'm not happy with all of them. No one is. Yeah, exactly. So I don't expect them to like the, all the beer either. Yeah, but at least be able to describe it to me. Exactly. Least, like try it. Like, or, she didn't like, even try it. She didn't even know what it tastes like. He's like, all right, guess I won't order it then. <laughs> so yeah, I agree. That's very important. And it's crucial. And the third thing would be the beer. Yeah. So, so you, you thinking in that order? Yes. Of importance? Okay. Uh, I start off every like, new brewery with the taster or flight. Yeah, you got to. Start off the flight, get the the stout, the IPA, the pale, whatever else. Yeah, get a good variety. I don't like to get IPA, IPA, stout. No. So, no, 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 no. No. I you got to try a little bit of everything. Yeah, exactly. So after all those taste trials, then... Then I 
say it's a good brewery or a bad brewery off those three things. Yeah, I think that's pretty solid. I definitely agree with all that. I mean, uh, the I feel like the big thing about new breweries now is just it's all gimmicky beers. Like, give me a classic pale ale. Yeah. Give me a classic lager. Give me a classic IPA. I don't want fruit this, fruit that, sour this, fruit that kind of thing. So that's that's something I personally judge a brewery off of. Mm-hmm. Are they giving me something clean and classic? Because in my opinion, it's much harder to make a clean, classic lager than it is to fruit the hell out of a sour. Oh, yeah. You can cover it's up your mistakes. It's not hard to put, you know, 500 pounds of fruit in a sour and make it taste good. Sure. Not not trying to, you know, call out anyone, but it's just that's important to me. You know, just going back to the basics of craft brewing. I feel like this area is just in your face sugar, in your face fruit, you know, diabetes. <laughs> and it's, if I'm trying to have, you know, four or five beers, well, shoot, I just gained a pound. You know, I'm fat as hell now. Thanks, yeah, guys. <laughs> yeah, that beer wasn't even good. <laughs> yeah, and it wasn't even good. I got diabetes and a headache, and I'm not even drunk. Oh, man. So yeah. that that's my, that's probably my number one thing. So that. for you, would you go to Newbury and try the loggers? Oh, yeah. Now, now that I'm, I've seen, like, the production side now i've been on the other side yes a thousand percent i'll try i'll go straight to their lagers their pilsner you know if they have a good kolsch their pale ale and then i'll work my way up to you know eventually try like their ipa their hazies because i do like a really good hazy but i can't sit there and have three hazies it's just i don't know it's just too much in my tummy it just me it's wild that before hazies everyone like liked clean beers yep which is understandable like the cleanest you can get the best better it'll right. be right it comes in waves we're in, we're trending towards like big i feel like we're trending away now it, like say even just 3 years ago it, it was all hazy this triple ipa that now the next thing is like seltzers i mean seltzers and a lot of craft breweries are doing like cocktails in a can which is which I did bring a cocktail in a can for you today. Oh my god! Which I'm excited to try. Let's uh, save that. You want to crack it open now? Crack it I open feel now. like it was a good segue into the all right, all right. the cocktail. But you know, it it comes it's it comes in waves. It's it's trendy now. Something light, something that will get you drunk and not fat. That's yeah. You know, I feel like that's important to me. I mean, fuck your liver. <laughs> yeah, fuck getting, your liver. <laughs> you're not getting fat. So <laughs> that's the AMI book. See, now I just don't eat, so now I can drink beer. You got to give one thing up. I'm not going to give up beer. You have been looking a little slimmer. Uh, That's the fattest I've ever been, so thanks, John. (laughs) (laughs) So I didn't tell you, like, my thought process about this beer. It was actually pretty good. Oh, yeah, I want to hear it. I honestly want to hear it. You want to hear it? Yeah, because we've given it to other people, other brewers, and... We haven't had any bad feedback, so I want to hear it from another brewer, Stroke Boy. Oh, so I got a little bit left. Hold on. All I'm going to say is I drink the shit out of this. I can see... I can pound back like a 6 or 12 pack. That's what we're going for. And uh, I taste the corn. Definitely taste it. 
Yeah, we might dial it back next time. Oh, you're making another one. Hopefully. <laughs> Definitely going to have to change the name, though. Or maybe next year we'll make, make it the 150th first anniversary beer. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the corn right off the nose, a very corny taste. Uh, but not it's not too corny, though. Yeah, it, I think it has a nice initial sweetness that I'm okay with. And the clarity was on point. Like, yeah. Got, it was almost white, opaque, very light. Very light. It honestly looked like beer or IPA, then just put a bunch of water in it. <laughs> kind of how it tastes like, too. But it doesn't give me the bad aftertaste like Coors Light does. Oh, it's such a clean finish. It's a clean finish. And it's very hard to do, and that's what I'm saying. It's hard to make it a clean beer like that. Now, how long do you let it wait in the fermenters for? Uh, that guy lagered for... So it fermented fairly quickly. I want to say about 10 days uh, top of my, off the top of my head. I want to say we lagered it for another three weeks. Okay. So almost five weeks in tank. Okay. I know. Which is a long time. And about half our production are lagers. So we we sit on a huh. lot of yeah oh, we make really? a lot of loggers. Because yeah. in my mind, if a commercial, if I was in a commercial brewery, I would think like, what beer is going to make me the most money? Ales, yeah, loggers, loggers take up space, take yeah. up time. Ales, I can exactly. I can it's push a fast turnover rate, but but if you make good loggers, good pilsners, exactly. But I, have you ever had a bad logger? Uh, I have. Are you talking about like like a craft lager? A craft lager. Sorry, yeah. Uh, yeah. I had a okay one. I don't want to say where it was, but it was okay. It gave off some, I don't know, bad, bad flavors. I just wasn't. I wasn't too happy with it. But you can tell it's just if it has any little funk, mm. it'll come through. Oh yeah. It's hard to mask any off flavors in a lager. Yeah. No. Yeah, especially a, a light lager like that with just corn and rice. It's there's not much to it. Yeah, no, anything can go wrong. Yeah, it doesn't take much. You know, you got a dirty tank, something's dirty, boom. Like there goes a little, your whole batch. inch yeah. of dirt. There goes 15 barrels of beer down the drain. Uh, the fish is going to like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn fish is getting drunk. <laughs> anyway, what do you... Uh, yeah, I'm excited for this one. I haven't had it yet. So, California Buck Cocktail by Winter Haas. Hinter Haas. Hinter Haas, sorry. Yes, means the back house in German. The back house. It's vodka with natural flavors. Yeah, so this is like a vodka-based Moscow mule. This is from our, our buddies <clears throat> our buddies up in Arnold, Hinter Haas. Uh, <clears throat> we do a lot of work with them where we, uh, we actually brew... We brewed a couple of their uh, washes, so we brew it, we now, ferment it. Now, what is a wash? A wash is similar to wort. You know, okay. it's a, kind of a similar terminology where a wash is what you distill, whereas in a wort is what you ferment. Okay. But, yeah, does that make sense? Yeah, it kind of makes sense, yeah. Yeah. So it was interesting. The first wash we did, it, like we, we were both never made one before, and... uh we weren't even sure if we were doing it right. It was like, this does not smell right. This does not taste right. And then he came and picked up. He's like, oh, it's perfect. Like, it's, I was like, what? It's like, it smells like sour, stinky feet. He's like, yeah, it's exactly what you want. I was like, oh, 
okay. <laughs> so uh, yeah, cool. he so he takes the wash. Um, so it's fr- it's already fermented, so there's alcohol in there. Sure. No hops, because uh, whiskey can't have hops in it. Obviously, by definition. Because the, the it just has or... to be malt based. No, you can do it. It's just to be called whiskey. It can't have hops in it. That's just no, by criteria. Legal- by legality definition. or yeah legality by definition whereas he's taken a uh, beer from us say this beer isn't selling that well and we have a bunch left over he'll take it and you'll distill it and turn it into a schnapps so schnapps. so since he since there's hops in it he can't call it whiskey so he calls it beer schnapps beer schnapps yeah he's a really cool guy um shout out Nia Interhaus he uh he took our Oktoberfest from last year. We made a bunch, and it, Oktoberfest is such a hard sell. It's, you only sell it for one month out of the year, and no one wants Oktoberfest in you know January. So he took a bunch of our Oktoberfest, and he distilled it into beer schnapps. I got to smell it. It was it was funky, not going to lie. And he's aging it until this October, and he's going to release it on this current Oktoberfest. Ooh. Which would be very interesting. So you could try last year's Oktoberfest distilled, turn into beer schnapps, along with our new fresh Oktoberfest. So yeah. it's gonna be a fun event. I'm excited to try it. So it's kind of cool having that partnership. Um, and he's also given us a, a barrel that he a used barrel, uh, a whiskey barrel that we filled up with beer and we're barrel aging right now. Yeah, so we're. Interesting. Interested to see how that turns out. Kind of, kind of a little trial run. We don't know how how it's going to end up, but fun. I mean, all the all the things you try turn to bangers, or they turn good. Really yeah, well. that you that you know of. There's a few that you don't know of that I'm not going to say. Yeah. We've had a dump beer before. Yeah, well, everyone has. Who hasn't? I've dumped. Yeah. 20, well, from so home. Tell, I was going to say that. That carboy in your room needs to be dumped, John. I'm telling you that right artwork. now. It's artwork. It's artwork. That's no. That's that's disgusting. <laughs> that's what that is. Uh, Tony says the same thing. <laughs> like my girlfriend says the same thing. Mm. I say it's artwork. Well, I finally got to taste a sip of this. I'm talking so much. The smell is amazing. That ginger is intense. I definitely it taste the ginger. Hence on the nose, but it's not too intense. Like it's not god awful no the nose is nice and sharp and the mouth is has a nice citrus lemon to back up that ginger to help cut cut it and just the right amount of sweetness that is killer what's the abv on that i haven't uh, looked at it uh, hold on a sec. wow they honestly killed Let's it see three five i think they just released released this about two or three weeks ago this is their first canning run Let's see. They have to have it on here, right? It's by law. Yeah. I don't see it. They make the best vodka, the best whiskey. They got a new gin out that I want to try. If anyone's in Arnold, you got to step or stop by Hinterhaus. Okay. I found the percentage. It's 8% by volume. That's perfect. That's a good amount. I thought it would be like 15. Nah. Nah. Craft cocktails, they usually keep them pretty low. They want it somewhat you know similar to a beer where you can have a couple of them but that's tasty yeah i actually i'm getting into like beer cocktails beer cocktails 
Yeah, because like I know people like they don't like beer. Sure. So what do you mix it with? Um, different different kinds of beer and counteract some of like the ho- hobby flavors or water or uh, tonic water or juice, whatever I find in my fridge. Yeah, I mean, orange juice and a, a lager well, is solid. Yeah. Beer Mosa. Beer Mosa. Have you ever had mango cart and uh, champagne? No, but that sounds fantastic. Champagne? <laughs> that sounds fantastic. I love mango cart. So I had... Shout out Golden Road. Golden Road, shout out. Um, so I had beer Mosas uh, one night with my buddy Austin, who was on the podcast yeah, classic. Before. Shout out. <clears throat> so we had beer Mosas. The next morning, we had to go hiking. And uh, his friend Donis, or my friend too, our our friend Donis, came over and was enjoying beer mosas with us. So we bought tall boys, three tall boys of mango cart, and two bottles of champagne. I think it was Cook's champagne or something like oh, that. Oh, it's always Cook's. It's always, <laughs> it's always <laughs> Cook's, isn't it? <laughs> it's cheap, man. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, we finish our beers, our beer mosas, at... One o'clock or twelve o'clock at night, midnight. No, and we Dog. had to we had to get up at Dog five or six. Bro, you'd be wilding. So Hell I was no. drunk. Austin was drunk. <laughs> Thomas was drunk. I threw up. Went to bed. Austin threw up. Went to bed. I don't oh, know. That's I, a lot of sugar. Well, actually, I don't really know. If, I know Austin was queasy the next morning. So I woke up the next morning. I was like, all right, I puked last night. I'm ready to go. Yeah, it's just a rough combo. I don't know. I woke up Austin. He was hungover. I woke up Doss. He was hungover. I was like, oh, come on, guys. You got to puke and rally. So we got all stuff up, and then we hiked 20 miles. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Why would you ever? Oh, that was spooky. <laughs> that all was right. Weird. We have a new guest. Uh, Casper the ghost has entered the chat. <laughs> Casper. There's a sound came from the kitchen. I'm scared now. <laughs> so, right, and good night, guys. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah, we hiked 20 miles, hung over. We did it. We regret it. They still like me as friends. Yeah, I don't know about beer and champagne. That's a weird combo. I'm, I'm going to have to say the best combo with champagne is Red Bull. If you go, like, cranberry what? Red Bull... <laughs> Hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. It's a great way to start your day. If you go cranberry Red Bull and champagne, or you go the Mandarin Red Bull and champagne, and it tastes like a normal mimosa, but it gets you wired. Uh, I can't, you you got to try it. I, uh, I swear by it. If you got a bottle of champagne, go to the store right now, buy a Red Bull, try it in the morning. <laughs> you won't regret it. It I is mean, so good. I mean, I, I can't drink. Red Bulls, so good. I, I can't oh, bring yeah. any drinks. Yeah. I get it. You're stroke boy. You can't have caffeine. I but know. Coffee, I'm in it for days, oh. dog. I, <laughs> my caffeine tolerance is high. Really? Yes. That's. But you can't have Red Bull? All right. I'm not going to ask. All right. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> okay. I can explain this. Um, <laughs> coffee only has caffeine. There's nothing okay. else. Oh, uh, okay. You're right. You can't have that artificial fucking terrain bowl, or semen gr- yeah, shit. Yeah, no. And even 
there is some ingredients not on the back of the can of Red Bull. Mm. So, oh, if Red Bull is listening to this, we're getting sued. I know. I'm gonna. Re- <laughs> <laughs> if the CEO of Red Bull is listening, to this. he's like listening to podcast. <laughs> every podcast. Are they talking shit about Red Bull? <laughs> Sue those fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, this, oh, this is we haven't even talked. Yeah, about let's go this back yet. to the. Let's go back to the cocktail. Let's. Where were back. we? Where were we? Delicious. I I love Moscow Mules. I, so I was so stoked to see this. So, you said ginger. Yeah. I have Intense to say it. ginger. Intense. Uh, the lime or the zest. Yeah, I feel like it's more lemon than lime. Is that just me? Maybe it's lime. Hold on, hold on. No, maybe it is just lime. Maybe both? More lemon than lime. I feel like more lemon, right? Yeah, but I... I it's like a sour mix. That's, I mean, that's oh probably what it is. Oh, my God. That's what it is. It's a sour mix. Sour mix, yeah. yeah. so it's probably got equal parts, lemon and lime. I have more lemon than lime, yeah. though. I get but the lime in the back end. It has a nice sugar content, which kind of helps that sour bite to it. And uh, refreshing for you know a hot summer day. Highly recommend. You can only buy it at the distillery that's the problem so you got to go up to arnold to buy this oh they they don't sell in the stores no oh because this is vodka no they just don't have distribution all their spirits have to be bought on site i mean they just don't distribute Uh, okay and they sell fast like they're out in a week or two okay yeah and they got like a small place or oh it's tiny oh yeah okay it's just a husband and wife no shit and it's killer and I, yes. I love whiskey. I Vodka is okay, but their vodka is the best vodka I've ever had. Hands down, you know, swear on my grandma's grave. Oh. I don't even have a dead grandma, but on her future <laughs> grave, their vodka is so good. And their whiskey is solid, too. But, this uh, is honestly good, but I would I crush have... this. I would crush it. I mean, I can have one or two, but... Can you imagine having like a, even like a six-pack of this? Oh, you're out. Lights out. Cold. I mean, 8%. Yeah. One I'm, one I'm done. <laughs> True. If you're a lightweight. I'm a lightweight. I'm not afraid to say it. No, you're not, John. I am. I have... I'm not drinking as much. Oh, I drink too much. It's hard. I can't even get drunk anymore. <laughs> All right, what's next on the the beer list, Nick? All right, up next, we got Mexicali, an amber lager Mexican style from King Kong Brewery in Sacramento. Ooh. King Kong Brewery? Yeah. I've never heard of this brewery before. So have you ever had friends that want, like, beer or your beer, and they put their container glass straight out and they don't tilt it at 45 degree oh, angle that, that pisses me off <laughs> like come on rookie no you gotta pour it at an angle tilt that glass come on i was like no no i remember telling people like i've had friends that put their beer glasses out and then right. they expect me to pour like, it how like, am i supposed to pour it yeah no and then i help i like no tilt a little bit a little bit just 30 degrees yeah it doesn't take much it's just something <laughs> Make an effort. If you're having my beer, please do this. <laughs> uh, 
Okay. All right, I feel like that that cocktail kind of destroyed my palate. I just really wanted to try it. It's not crushable as the Especial or Corona or right. Pacifico or. I mean, it's just honestly, it's it's all like in your head. It's all mental. I mean, they just changed. They just added some uh, caramel, some dark darker malts. That's sure. all. ABV is the same. Sure, but isn't caramel malts thicker? Thicker, like a mouthfeel wise. Yeah, I don't think so. I could be wrong. Um, I because I wh- doubt it. Because when you put in the mash, yeah, there must be unfermentable sugars, right? Therefore, it should be more thick. Correct. Uh, you. You might be, you might be right because I'm, all the sugars that the the caramel malt puts off aren't all fermentable. Not like the base malt, like not like um, like a pilsner malt, two row pilsner malt or two row or I can't even think of other malt six like, row six row yeah you know about that six row yeah but that doesn't have good efficiencies does it no it doesn't yeah no. Oh, is that what we're talking about? No, no, I'm asking you. Six row doesn't have good efficiencies compared, compared to, two to two row. I think it's a little less. I mean, I don't think it's a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we usually our base is two row. Two row is all. It's yeah. Pretty much everyone. It's a standard base. Uh, we're getting too into it now. Too deep. Gosh, what was the other malt? The the English malt. What is it called? Maris Otter. Maris Otter. The fucking yeah. biscuity. Yeah, malt. I love Maris Otter. <laughs> we, use, we use that in our English bitter, and it was fantastic. All of Maris Otter. That's what we're barrel aging, is our oh. English bitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Think about Maris Otter barrel aged in a bourbon, still bourbon in the barrel. Just dumped it in there. Yeah, is, excited for is that, that guy. Is it on the walls of the cask, or no? What? No, the, in the barrel. Barrel? Isn't it called a cask? Uh, cask is different. C A S K. Cask is where you pour it from. Oh. Yeah, it's like a old school tap cellar temperature. Oh yeah, I low remember, carb. I remember going to like uh, Carlos Ross, and the, then they, they had, had something on cask. Yeah, we want to get a cask for the bitter because that's how, traditionally how it's poured. But, uh, I mean, no one would like it here. No, that's why we're like, we don't, we don't want to invest all that money in, like, where are you going to put it kind of thing? Like, nah. Yeah, no. Nah. And we're back. And we're back. On to the next one. On to the next one. What's the name of it? This is Chicken Killer. It is a barley wine ale from Santa Fe Brewing all the way from New Mexico. Oh, shoot. This this bad boy is coming in at 10% ABV. <laughs> you, got, you got excited. <laughs> I kind of pour myself too much. I got a little excited. I've had this oh. one before. It's, got, it's a little boozy, but... It smells boozy. It's pretty nice for you know a canned barley wine. You don't find many barley wines in a can. No, you don't. It's a actually. fun style that I really like, and I want to dip my toes into eventually. 
barley wine. That's it's in the works. Oh, it's in the works. Hopefully. Oh, it's got a nice, like, biscuity, honey nose to it. Some cracker to it. So barley wine is just like a shit ton more malt, right? Yeah, big boy, long boils. Long boils, big boy. Yeah. Fucking huge boy. Yeah, huge boy. Um, Not as yeah. much hops. I mean, no, low hops. Um, the malt comes, it's a very promote. Yeah, hop. some good, dark, rich malts in it. So like. Probably some good caramels, even some uh, Maris Otter if you wanted to. I think this one has Maris Otter. Yeah, I feel like I'm getting some too. This one has a, a great story to it on the back of the can, too. I feel like I need to read it. Uh, read it. All right. In 1991, one of the founders of our brewery awoke to a massacre of epic proportions. 22 of his chickens had been killed overnight. The perpetrator, his pet dachshund, Petey. Oh, <laughs> to honor those birds, we brewed up a brewed up chicken killer, a complex malty ale with a dark ruby color. Will it bite? Maybe. Probably, yes. <laughs> poor little, poor chickens. My dad actually got some more chicks in the mail. Oh, nice. So he's rising. Dude, your dad has the best chicks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Nice. Yeah. Nice. nice. <laughs> and the hot plants are growing. Oh, that's right. I forgot you planted those. No, no I didn't plant them. My dad did. Oh, your dad I, did? Yeah. I give him all credit for it. Oh, that's cool. He just wanted to do it for you, just out of oh, fun. Yeah, just for fun. You want to see if he, can, he could grow it, and he did. It's like... That's dope. It's like nine-foot plant. Duh, what hops? Cascade, Centennial. Nice. And Chinook. Nice. Classic. So. Classic. They're not meant to grow in this part of California. Too hot. Too hot, too dry. So yeah, when my dad has to water it. Constantly. Those good like organ hops. Uh-huh. I thought uh, any more questions for me? Oh yeah, I feel like I do. Where's my phone? Oh, I wanted to ask, what is your favorite style of beer, Stroke Boy? Wow, my favorite style of beer. Favorite style. All right. Besides Coors Banquet, that's okay. not a style. That is my go-to. <laughs> if I'm at a party, <laughs> yeah, we know Coors that Coors Banquet that. Coors, the banquet beer. <laughs> we get it. I uh, was there. <laughs> what is your favorite craft style of beer? I mean, that uh, that is a debatable answer for me. Uh, IPA? Well, set the tone. Mm. Set the tone, Nick. Okay. So you, you walk in at Ballast Point. Okay. Long Beach, 562, LBC. Okay. You're out on the shore okay. watching the dolphins swim by. <laughs> okay. You smell hops in the air. Mmm, is that Sculpin? You float on over to the bar. What do you order? First, uh, I would order water. No. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, I have to know what season it is. Oh my god, John, you're killing me. <laughs> the season I don't care about anything you just said. I just care about what season it is. 
It is. That's actually a good point. That's a great point. It is springtime. It is. It's March. March. IPAs. March twenty first to be exact. IPAs. Yes. IPAs. Just their straight up sculpin, grapefruit sculpin, pineapple sculpin, yeah. habanero oh, sculpin. Oh, yeah. Don't even get me started on the habanero sculpin. Can you handle that? No. You, <laughs> it burned the entire way going down. <laughs> I drank a and lot. And burned of those. coming out. I think it had some heat. <laughs> heat. Why would you drink a habanero? <laughs> I've, what I've were drink, they thinking? I've drinking a lot of habanero IPAs, and the one that is the most terrible would be Duckfoot Brewing. Really? Not saying it's terrible. I mean, like you said, habanero spi- beer. Yes, yeah, the habanero. It's really spicy. Why would you ever? Because I was oh, with Austin. What is that one called? I don't know what it's called. It's in San Diego. Shout out Duckfoot. Oh man, I. Just why? The habanero. I don't get it. It's a predominant, predominant. With, it's intense. It's intense. Yeah. With habanero sculpin from Bow's Point, it's not. It was subtle. It was subtle. But, but you could it, feel it. But then it grows. You could feel it on the back of the throat as it was going down. It had some serious heat. But, I mean, it's still sculpin. It's a great base. It's a great IPA. It has that bitter to kind of mask the heat. Yeah. But like if as soon as like you try to start chugging, you have to put it down because it's too hot. Yeah. But not. Uh, I would say if you, if the question is in March IPAs, I'd say I agree. Ballast point just IPAs. I agree. Summer, summertime sessions, crushable beers. Yeah, they have. What do they have there? They have a, their mango session IPA. Yeah. Mango Keel or something, like, even Keel, something like that. I heard, I nah. saw Sierra Nevada came out with the session. Yeah, they're fly something, fly fishing. I forget. All day. IPA. Okay. All day IPA. All day from Founders. Founders yes. Is solid. That one's a. That's my. No, I know that is the best session I've had. It's perfect. I've had the the fly fishing session from Sierra Nevada, and I was I was. Not really disappointed, but I was meh. I'm not a big session person. Okay. If I'm going to drink an IPA, I'm going to have an IPA. Sure. I'm not going to have a watered-down IPA. And then for me, I can take watered-down IPAs. Yeah, but at that point, just have an IPL. I have a India wow. Pale Lager. Have our West Coast Lager over at Dying Breed. And it's, you get a light beer with a nice hot presence. Okay. And it's fantastic. Shandies? I would love to make a shandy. I almost brought you a shandy. We had a couple in the walk-in. I almost brought you some. Oh, really? Yeah. Lion we had, Kugel? We had it. No, it wasn't Lion Kugel. Lion Kugel <laughs> is pretty good, though. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. I do uh, like a good lemon shandy. Uh, I liked... I like... Minute Maid Lemonade. Okay. And... Don't say Coors. No, not Coors. No, 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 no. What is it called? Foster's. And Foster's? Foster's. What the hell, John? The fucking chode can. Yeah, little chody. (laughs) Foster's and Minute Maid. You heard heard it here first, folks. Stroke Boy has had another stroke. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's actually good. Uh, Even Minute Maid is... It's so artificial and just. No, I don't. I don't. I have to like. I get the freezer 
like version. Okay, like, like concentrate. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, pouring better. Better. Ish. Okay. But yeah, that that's uh, that's a favorite of mine. I cannot drink Coors with Minimate Lemonade. Not out of. I just don't like the taste. If I'm gonna drink yeah, Coors, I can see that. Because it's way. It has too much taste. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. You want something super light with no flavor. Coors Light. Coors Light. Or. Bud Light. Miller Light. Or Dying Breed 150th Anniversary. Oh. Uh, Maybe. That's the perfect base. I mean, I wouldn't mix it with Cure Beer or Dime Breeds Beer. Out of the the price I pay for it, I was like, okay, if this beer costs yeah, so much. Yeah, that's costs the little, hard part. Because it, it's a craft beer. I'm not saying anything about it. We got to charge craft prices. No, I'm not saying anything bad about it. Because yeah. it's like hard. It's your, hard. Your sweat, blood, yeah. everything. And that's your beer. And then like... Coors Light, Miller Light, or Foster. They're just like, pissing into tanks. Exactly. So, like, <laughs> it costs them nothing. What am I going to mix my lemonade with? Yeah. Those beers. I completely than. agree. So, I'm not saying any shit towards but your it's, beer. But it's any. too good. It's too good for your Minute Maid, is what you're saying. Yes, it is too good for Minute Maid lemonade. <laughs> I appreciate that. It's a great compliment, John. Uh, yes, you heard it here first. My compliment. <laughs> <laughs> John made a compliment. Ah. Uh, but yeah, this is pretty tasty. It, it will get you drunk. Oh, I've I've learned that from a firsthand experience. This I've had it before, and uh, it's tasty. It is tasty. It's not like overbearing. There's really uh, no bite to it. There's no booziness to it. Um, it has a, still has a nice sugar content where it helps mask that ten percent, but it's not too thick. No, it tastes like. Mouthfeel, it tastes like a pale or IPA. Yeah, I agree. It's not that then, thick. Then the taste tastes a little bit more boozy. Yeah, almost like Belgian sugary, but with a nice malt base to it. Mm, I can see that. That malt is nice. I like the can too. It's just a bunch of like chickens and X's. Those poor chickens. So, any more questions, Zach? Oh shit! That's right. I was supposed to think of questions. Uh, I'll ask you a question. No, no, I have a question. All right. Who has been your favorite guest on the podcast so far, and, uh, and why is it me? Oh, well, <laughs> 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 oh, you've been my friend for yeah for a long time since freshman. No, junior high maybe. I feel like we went, we got over this. Yeah, yeah, we went over. Who listen last? Who is your favorite roommate in the dorms? <laughs> Myself. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, you, you had a question for me. You don't have to answer my first one. I wanted to put you on the spot. Who's my favorite guest? We all know it's Austin. It's fine. I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah, it's fine because he. You replaced me with Austin. It's okay. <laughs> Don't hate. It's because he doesn't come here. Yeah. And he's been oh, thick yeah. and thin with me. So, sorry. Austin. We all know you love Austin more than me. It's okay. <laughs> I've accepted it. <laughs> When's the last time I saw you? I don't know when I dropped off all that grain for you. You remember? Oh, yeah. And then you just never text me back. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, okay, I have a question for you. Yeah, lay it on me. Real talk. <clears throat> so, when you got hired at Dime Breed, you got hired as a beer tender. Yeah. And then you found yourself as a brewer assistant. Yeah. How do you feel? Like, like I mean, that was kind of my initial feeling. That was kind of my goal. Like during my interview, or like, were you nervous at all? Like when they offered you the position, and then like, oh shit! I was ready. During my interview, I was like, hey, like I know I'm interviewing for like a beer tender spot, but I want to brew. Like I want to, I want to learn a lot. That's my passion. Just the second spot opens, let me know. So it was only like, I don't know, three months went by, and they're like, oh yeah, well we're gonna the assistant brewer right now is. Uh, choosing a different career path he's gonna start training you you know next week like you down i was like all right let's do it mm. and then right about that time we got our uh, delivery truck and they're like hey uh we got news delivery truck you want to deliver beer i was like yeah i'll do whatever you want kind of thing so i was out there delivering beer helping out in the cellar um not so much on the brew side just just helping out you know on the cold side conditioning the beers working with the tanks cleaning a lot of cleaning i mean that's like half the battle in a brewery is the cleaning i mean that's so crucial but so i was just kind of doing like little odd jobs and then uh, i think it was about uh november when i became kind of full-time in the in the brewery in the cellar and uh yeah i I've learned a lot. It's been a lot of fun. I'm happy I was able to get the spot. You know, every day is a every day is a blast. No, no regrets. Hashtag no regrets. <laughs> I love it. Because I mean, letter. I mean, John knows I'm such a big beer nerd and fan. And oh yeah, this it, our entire college and even post college was just craft beer i think you're more of a beer nerd than i was i was hardcore in college yeah just going to the liquor store i mean we had a great liquor store shout out court where you can make your own six pack of great local craft beer and i would do that almost every other day you know shout out jt me and jt would go down there and you know split a six pack and come back to the apartment and watch some tv and drink some good beer i feel like I mean, I, I'm sorry, Coors, but I was never a big Coors fan. That's all right. Not a big light, cheap beer fan. I mean, at the time, I at mean, the time, it, it is it is cheap. Yeah, I liked some good craft beer. I mean, so that was my thing. You're going to a party, what beer? Yes, that's different. Depends on the setting. Depends on the occasion. Depends yeah, on the environment. Yeah, if it's with my close friends, I'm gonna bring six pack. Right, but it's a rager. If we got a keg party, oh, don't be against, don't get me started in our keg parties. Oh, doing keg stands in the bathtub, people. Oh my! In the bathtub. How do you do a keg stand in the bathtub? <laughs> we found a way. This bathroom. You found a way. This bathroom can barely fit two people. We had five people, and they're doing keg stands. Mind you, this guy is six three, right? Yeah. Six, three or six, we got two? the bathtub six three. Okay, all right. Six three. Big, big dig in. Yeah, there. but uh, we had the bathtub was like full of like ice and just like keg. I remember you and me, or mostly you, just manning the gag. It's like, oh, you want a beer? All right, let me see your soul. Yeah. Everyone right. trying to take a piss. Like, no, this is this is the drinking bathroom now. No one's peeing in here. 
You know, if you come in this bathroom, you're doing a cake stand. You're not taking a piss. Uh, it was Heineken uh, too. Uh, it was Heineken. No, was it Heineken? I thought it, it was Dos Equis. No, Dos Equis. Oh, was, that was that was Austin's. That was no. Which one? No, no, no. It was Heineken because we, when we went to the party. So at that time, Austin and I, and I think you and everyone else hosted a party, and we're like advertised like hey keg party and then other people thought like oh they're doing a keg party we're gonna have our own keg party oh because those are our neighbors right yep i thought we bought the keg off of them the next morning yep yeah (laughs) they we drank like a quarter of it like hey you guys are gonna return this not get any of your money back and give away like a three quarter full keg. We'll bite off you for like fifty bucks and have another keg party tonight. <laughs> so we've had two keg <laughs> yeah, parties in a row. <laughs> we took it over to Austin's, had another keg party. I remember me and you like we strapped it in my car. Yeah. <laughs> and then we woke up Austin and he was hung over from the night before. Like we have a keg, bitch. Hey Austin, <laughs> we're doing it again. Get st- get ready. <laughs> yeah, it was like ten AM. We were already drinking from it. Uh, do you That's remember, right. Do you remember the guy was trying to sell me like full price for that? Yeah, game? we're like, fuck you, take it back and get nothing. We were like negotiating with him. <laughs> like, um, like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> you're willing to drain this beer? No. Yeah. You're, I'll give, give you 20 bucks. 20 bucks is better than nothing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was funny. Uh, College. Fun times. No, I just have a keg writer and I have my own kegs. <laughs> yeah. Now I just have a brewery let's work at a brewery and drink free beer all day (laughs) no i don't Uh, that's how you get fat yeah exactly actually uh, at a homebrew setup because like a lot of people think brewing is hard i'm sure brewing is hard uh depends on the scale just a regular like 10 gallon pot okay let me retract that Homebrew. Oh, homebrewing depends if you're doing extract or all grain. Okay. Extract. Super easy. Stupid easy. Super easy. Doing my sleep easy. Dude, you can find like... It's not hard. Documents that have like step-by-step instructions. But then again, it's not like... uh, uh, Respectable? Not really respectable, but not really... No, it's kind of respectable (sighs) in a sense because like, let's say like someone with kids and like doesn't have the time compared to me and you yeah um and they think like i'm not gonna homebrew right i don't have the time i don't have because my beer is like takes six four to six hours right to brew to brew and clean and that's a long time but uh, oh yeah it's a commitment it's a commitment it's especially if you it's a hobby and if you bottle condition them, like I, oh, I yeah. used to bottle condition them, and you sit on another another two weeks, you know, yeah. by the time you get to drink your beer, it's been a month. And if it's shit, well, there goes five gallons of shit beer in a time, month's, effort, month's time. Space. I still have so many beers. My cabinets are full of my homebrews. I don't, like, why would I drink them? They're, they're okay. They're not good. Like, I thought it'd be cool to be like, oh, I'm going to make my own beer. I'm going to get drunk off my own beer. Which yeah, that's which is a cool concept if it's good, but nothing's gonna be better than what you can buy at a store. 
Yeah. That's the thing. I mean, once you get, like, good, then you make beers on beers on beers. Yeah. And then you can get drunk on your own beer. Mind you, like, I have, like, three kegs on tap right now. Right. But I still go to Last Call. Right. Grains of Virtue. Right. Don't go to Dying Breed. Yeah, fuck you. You've been... <laughs> John has been twice to Dying Breed. Let everyone know. Three times? And I was there once. Three times. Oh, maybe three times. Wow. Three Thanks, times. John. Thanks for the support. <laughs> you fucker. But, yeah, I mean, it's cool to, like... It's it's a cool hobby to homebrew. I mean, what you're doing is way surpasses what I did. As just like I just did extracts. You're actually doing all grain. You have a, a legit setup, and you're going straight into kegs. Like that's totally different. Oh, it's so much easier. Yeah, it's no so much idea. nicer. No idea. So imagine that one bottle. That's all you have to do. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, you just condition the keg, essentially. Yep, I, I clean the keg, clean it shit ten stars hands, P, uh, PBW. PBW then stars hands. Yeah. Rinse out, then pour the beer, close the keg, carve it, let it sit. That's all I had to do. Yeah, you, you just uh, have CO2 tanks to carve it? Yeah, yeah. I, have, I have five pound CO2 tanks. Nice. <clears throat> yeah. That's that's a different story, but the extract brewing with bottle conditioning. I mean, it's fun to do like once or twice. I think I did it like mm, how many times did I do it? Maybe like eight times. And I was like, meh. I think like uh, meh. I was over it. Yeah, I mean, once you starting being commercial brewer, and that's then- the thing. And I started like that became my full time job was brewing. So I was like, why am I going to? I'm not going to go home and brew more. Like, that's my job. I don't need to do it at home. So I, I hit that point. Which, I don't know. I mean, could, that was we, fun. I mean, we can brew right now. Yeah, let's do it. All right. I got time. <laughs> uh, well, on that note, and the uh, final thoughts? No, I think I'm good. Let's go brew up a batch right now. Oh, we got sh- we got six shotgun? hours. I'll shotgun uh, some water right now. I got a long drive home. I'm trying to be smart. Don't drink and drive, boys and girls. <laughs> you have to drink like what? Uh, you have to drive like five miles? Uh, Ten yeah. miles? Yeah. You can walk that. I'm not going to walk five miles. Have you seen your stride? <laughs> got long boy legs. Um. Anyway, Nick, go fight me later. I will. Um. Like I said, I hope you listen to us again. Uh, this is John signing off. All right. See you guys later. Bye.